Blessed Holy Week to all of you, and a warm welcome to Holy Trinity, both to those of you joining online and those gathering in person today. It has been two years since we have practiced with our palms, making them dance, and that is a tradition here. So just in case we've forgotten, let's first show folks in the space, and if you have a palm at home or a branch, you might also get that out. But here's how some people do Palm Sunday, like this, right? Let's show us the boring way. Now let's show the Holy Trinity way of making our palms dance. Now our arms may get tired, so feel free to rest during the verses and to make them dance on the refrain. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. The Lord be with you. Please raise your branches. We praise you, O God, for redeeming the world through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Today he entered the holy city in triumph and was proclaimed Messiah and King by those who spread garments and branches along the way. Bless these branches and those who carry them. Grant us grace to follow our Lord in the way of the cross, so that joined to his death and resurrection, we enter into life with you, through the same Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When they were approaching Jerusalem at Bethphage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and say, If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Just say, The Lord needs it, and we'll send it back here immediately. They went and found a colt tied near a door outside in the street. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders said to them, What are you doing untying the colt? They told them what Jesus had said, and they allowed them to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and Jesus sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. 
Blessed is the kingdom of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest. Then Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. And when he had looked around at everything as it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. As we now make a transition from the liturgy of the palms 
to the liturgy of the passion. As you hear the bell rung, please take some deep breaths. Let us pray. O God of mercy and might, in the mystery of the passion of your Son, you offer your infinite life to the world. Gather us now around the cross of Christ and preserve us until the resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Philippians. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who although being in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but relinquished it all, taking the form of a slave and being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself to become obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus should every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Word of God, word of life. Do you struggle to find the words, words to express the anguish of this past year, words to express the helplessness and anger 
for another mass shooting this past week. Words to meet the weariness when considering great inequities, unjust suffering, overwhelming needs of siblings in this city, in our country, in the world. Politicians and pundits have plenty of words, words as weapons, words of blame, cheap words when the work is hard. As you now listen to Mark's account of Jesus' passion, remember it is the earliest and the shortest words of interpretation are few. Peter's words deny Jesus. Judas' words, along with the kiss, betray him. Political and religious authorities taunt and condemn with hateful speech. He is guilty of blasphemy. Crucify him. Yet when the, com when the time comes for Jesus to defend himself, he is silent. Silent. Like the suffering servant in Isaiah, oppressed and afflicted but not opening his mouth. One biblical scholar says that in our context, it could be deadly to reinforce silent, passive submission of abused persons. But breaking the silence is important. But there are times that collective silent protests, silent protests of injustice, can powerfully confront oppression. Think of it when our reptilian brain kicks in, when we are threatened, we blurt out all kinds of words, some we wish we could take back. Yet we see in Jesus a calm, a steady centeredness, a trust in God, even when his world, even when his dreams, even when his calling seem to be unraveling before his eyes. Listen. Listen for the silence at the end of Mark's passion. The only words of Jesus from the cross in this gospel, a cry of abandonment, desolation. The whole earth seems to be holding its breath. The sun refusing to shine. God seems to be silent. And when we, when we face our most God-forsaken moments, the silence of God, is both unfathomable and somehow reassuring, for there are some things for which there are no words. So listen, listen for Jesus to die with a wordless scream, a scream that splits the veil of the temple and leads an unlikely Roman centurion a Gentile, an outsider, to pr pronounce the strongest words of faith in Mark's gospel. Let us now listen to Mark's passion, not only with our ears, but with our hearts. Listen with the events of today in mind, for the story of Jesus is also our story. As we follow in the way of the cross, the way to transformation, the way to new life, the way to resurrection. The Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. It was two days before the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said, not during the festival, or there might be a riot among the people. Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray Jesus to them. When they heard it, they were greatly pleased and promised to give him money. So Judas began to look for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of unleavened bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed, at evening Jesus came with the twelve. 
And when they had taken their places and were eating, Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, one of you one who is eating with me. They began to be distressed and say to him one after another, surely not I. Jesus said to them, it is one of the 12, one with me. But the son of man goes and it is written of him. But woe to that one by whom the son of man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one never have, have been born. While they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, and he gave it to them, saying, Take, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and all of them drank from it. Jesus said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly, I tell you, I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God, when they had sung the hymn, then they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all become deserters, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, All become deserters, I will not. Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this day, this very night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. But Peter said vehemently, even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all of the disciples said the same. They went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, and he began to be distressed and agitated. And Jesus said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and keep awake. And going a little farther, Jesus threw himself on the ground, and he prayed that if it were possible that the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. Jesus came back and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more Jesus came, and he found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to say to him. Jesus came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Enough! The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Immediately, while Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. And with him there was a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Now the betrayer had given... I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. So when Judas came, he went up to Jesus at once and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. Then they laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. But one of those who stood near drew his sword 
struck the slave of the high priest, cutting. Then Jesus said to them, have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. Jesus and fled. Now a certain young man was following Jesus, wearing nothing but a linen cloth. They caught hold of the man, but he left with the linen cloth and he ran off naked. They took Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed Jesus at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the guards, warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. But even on this point, their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? What is it that they testify against you? But Jesus was silent and did not answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, why do we still need witnesses? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? All of them condemned him as deserving death. Some began to spit upon him, to blindfold him, to strike him, saying, prophesy, prophesy. The guards also took him over and beat him. was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls, high priest, came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and said, You, you were also with that man Jesus. He's from Nazareth. But Peter denied it, saying, I do not know or understand what you're talking about. And then Peter went out to the forecourt. Then the cock crowed. And the servant girl, on seeing Peter, began saying again to the bystanders, this man is one of them. But again, he denied it. And after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. But Peter began to curse, and he swore an oath, I do not know this man you're talking about. At that moment, the cock crowed for the second time. Then Peter remembered that Jesus had said to, said to him, Before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Mm -hmm. 
soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a conversation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. They bound Jesus and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, You say so. And the chief priests accused him of many things. Pilate asked him again, Have you no answer? See how many charges they bring against you? But Jesus made no further reply, so that Pilate was amazed. Now at the festival, Pilate used to release a prisoner to them, anyone for whom they asked. Now a man called Barabbas was in prison with the rest murder during the insurrection. So the crowd came and began to ask Pilate to do for them according to his custom. Then he answered them, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For Pilate realized that it was out of jealousy that the chief priests had handed him over. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate spoke to them again. Then what do you wish me to do with the man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, crucify him. Pilate asked them, why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, crucify him. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas for them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. Soldiers led him into the courtyard of that is, the governor's headquarters, and they called together the whole cohort. And they clothed Jesus in a purple cloak, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him. And they began saluting him, Hail, King of the Jews. They struck his head with a reed, spat upon him, and knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led Jesus out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified Jesus and divided his clothes among them, casting lots to decide what each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with Jesus, they crucified two bandits, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their head and laughing and saying, <laughs> you, you who would destroy the temple and build it back again in three days, save yourself and come down from that cross. In the same way, the chief priests, along with the scribes, were also mocking him among themselves and saying, he saved others, he cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now so that we may see and believe. Even those who were crucified with Jesus taunted him.
When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three o'clock in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why? Why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders heard, they said, listen, he is calling for Elijah. And someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine and put it on a stick and gave it to Jesus to drink, saying, wait, let's see whether Elijah will come and take him down. Then Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now when the centurion, who had stood facing Jesus, saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly, this man was God's son. Then Joseph brought a linen cloth, and taking down the body, wrapped it in the linen cloth, and laid it in a tomb that had been hewn out of rock. He then rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, saw where the body had been laid. The Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ.
on the Sunday of the Passion, we kneel for the prayers. Let us pray for the church, the world, and all those in need. O God of majesty, mercy, and might, hear and heed our fervent prayers for the church around the world, that the faithful be nourished by your presence in the word, for bishops, pastors, and deacons, that they may be strengthened for the tasks of ministry, for those who are providing the necessary technology for our worship at this time. Let us pray. Lord, Lord have mercy. mercy. For the earth, that it be saved from pollution and disregard, for endangered animals, that they and their habitats be protected, for scientists, that their knowledge of your earth will guide our society's choices. Let us pray. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. For peace throughout the world, for an end to terrorism and religious violence, for all elected leaders that they serve the common good. Let us pray. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. For all who are facing the criminal justice system, for those wrongly accused of crime, for those who are incarcerated, that they be kept safe. Let us pray. Lord, Lord have mercy. For the countries hardest hit by the coronavirus, for medical personnel and hospitals, for all who are sick or suffering, especially those we name aloud or in the chat feature. Let us pray. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. For this community and for the renewal of our faith this Holy Week, with thanks for Blessed Mary and all the saints who struggled through life and died in you. We praise your salvation now and unto our end. Let us pray. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. Into your hands, gracious God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. A very blessed Holy Week to all of you, both those 25 folks joining us in our space today for the first time in a long time, and those of you joining us online. We appreciate your continued financial support, and if you're not on um, regular online giving, there'll be a link in the chat, as well as a, a link if you're a newcomer. We'd love to find out a little bit about you. Our Holy Week schedule has been announced in a special email this past week, our regular e-news, and it is also on our website. The two liturgies that still have some in-person uh, spots available are this coming Monday, Thursday, which will be a service of Holy Communion both here and online, and then at our nearby church, St. Luke. This is a great opportunity to go in this time of social, socially distancing um, times to a church that seats 600 people. So if you've never been there, they also have a parking lot, really great things. You can find more about that uh, in the information that I told you. Holy Communion will be celebrated this Holy Week, both Monday, Thursday, and on 
at the Easter Vigil, both online if you choose, as well as in our space. But that means even though it's the first Sunday of the month, we will not be having the Eucharist on Easter morning this year. Our small bites this morning after the organ postlude, we're so happy to have live organ prelude and postlude music. Following that postlude, there will be our small bites will be preparing for the three days of Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and the Easter Vigil. A little bit of background, what that means for us spiritually, and what's in store for us this year, 2021, when we try to do hybrid celebrations of these important days. Lastly, those of you in your homes, if you'd like to get a palm, we have a lot for you. And you can come by at 11 o'clock if you can get here. Otherwise, I'm going to leave a whole bunch in the garden, the garden area, and you're welcome to just drop by today or tomorrow and take some palms with you that you may have them in your home this week. The peace of Christ be with you always. Let us share a sign of peace both in this space and online. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace. Peace be with you. Peace be with everyone. Peace to all. Peace to you. Calls you to take up your cross. Give you the strength to bear your own. Peace, Thomas. One another's burdens. And may God bless you now and forever in the strong name of the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. Amen.
Thanks be to God.